I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We have a major show, major UFO show tonight that everybody should listen to. Should get people to gather around the radio tonight. And also, if you can't listen to us on the radio across the country, check us out at Aftermath.fm. It's Aftermath.fm or TalkStreamLive.com. Always with the program airing on seven, at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, going till 10 p.m. Pacific Time. And if you can't get the program and uh, you don't have the wherewithal to stay up all night listening to us, we do have the show available at Aftermath.media. Aftermath.media is a library, has our shows, other shows as well, all chronicled. And we have uh, all kinds of video and library books online and study groups. They're available to you. Just a small investment, about 10 bucks. You'll be able to get in, and you can chat our social media. We have a lot of great things going on at Aftermath.media, so sign up today. It helps the show out. We're really proud of what we've put together, and many of the listeners who have signed up are very happy with what they have and what they've been doing. So as you may already know, most conspiracy theory is fueled by a desire to see the universe as ultimately intelligible, meaning sometimes we want to make heads or tails of the craziness that's around us. We want to tie up the loose ends. We want to find out the truth, or we say to ourselves, I want to have my truth, or I need someone to honestly give me an idea of what is going on. We make bargains with ourselves. The bargain being that Things can make sense, but only if you believe in a pervasive totalitarian cover-up, meaning you're not getting the true story. You're not getting the full story, the full effect. Now, it used to be that to be open-minded or to have open-minded theorizing, that was welcome in a lot of, in a lot of sense. You know, people were always saying, well, what theories do you have? What are some of the theories that you could come up with as to what is really going on? And in some circles, it's still appropriate to uh, speak about your theories and your ideas. But the mainstream media now has a disdain for anyone who questions their agenda. It's not that, you know, conspiracy theories are bad. Just certain conspiracy theories are bad because what it does, it gets in the way of what they want to sell you. They're in the business of making money off of Big Pharma. If you watch any of the news programs, you're seeing that Big Pharma is always advertising with the mainstream news. And so anyone who wants to talk badly about COVID-19 or want to talk badly about the science or talking badly about the vaccines, certainly they're going to be shut down. But now there seems to be, I don't even know if it's an agenda, but a new agenda, okay? And that new agenda is the embracing of an age-old conspiracy theory about what the government knows about UFOs. Go figure. I mean, now we are... Supposed to trust what is about to be called disclosure from our government. I mean, I guess we all knew this was going to happen eventually, right? We all, for those of us who have been talking about this for years, for me, nearly 30, it's always been, you know, when is the government going to come clean? When is disclosure going to happen? You know, they have UFO congresses and they meet together and they talk in these groups. There's been an attitude, though, of malice 
towards the government and the military with regard to what is invading our airspace. And this has engendered a sort of cloak and dagger type of attitude that has lingered even after the Cold War with regard to cover-ups, you know, what happened at Roswell or who were the MIBs, the men in black? Yeah, we make them cartoonish in the movies, but in reality, they are the enforcers of the agenda. Um, we hear about detainments at Area 51. Anyone that goes near the black box or the, or the mailbox and then goes beyond that, they get detained and we don't know what happens to them. People tried to storm Area 51. They were so obsessed with Area 51. And then, of course, we are now wondering what is Space Force all about? What What is the new Space Force? Is it about alien warfare? Is it about a future war in space? Or as many people who are close to the Bible would say, are we going to see a future of a war in heaven? And who is going to be fighting that war? Now we are at a time where a former president, President Donald J. Trump, signed into law that there needs to be accountability when it comes to what the government and the military knows about unidentified flying objects. Although they've taken the nomenclature and changed it because UFOs have always been attached to little green men, little gray men, conspiracy theory. Now it's unidentified aerial phenomena. Our new president, Joe Biden, has not openly spoke or has he, he hasn't addressed this issue. Um, he has not openly spoke about what is about to be revealed in June, but I, I want to make it clear that I know that what is happening has happened before. And when this type of thing happens, when we hear that we're on the edge or we're going to find out more, there, there's always some of the people in the group, the elitists, who, who want to shut down the information. And what I'm learning is that most of the population, they don't have a clue as to what's happening. I mean, all of you do because you listen to my program and, and you probably listen to Coast to Coast AM or you're listening to Jimmy Church or you're listening to, you know, someone else who, who, who has a handle on all this. Well, in this time, in this moment in time, we are in the middle of, of what can be called an increase of UFO sightings. The Navy now admitting that they, from time to time, have encounters with these UAPs, these UFOs. And, and these UAP, UAPs and UFOs, they, they're they not just in the sky, but they dive down into the water and they come up from the water. And there have been a lot of recent concerns as well about asteroid near misses, just a tabletop exercise recently. And now CMEs are of concern because we're now in a new cycle with the sun and CMEs could actually um, destroy our way of life. They could throw out a, a magnetic pulse and uh, shut down everything. There's something called the Carrington event. They're talking about this now. I mean, we're in the age of extraterrestrial threats. We are, a lot of us, if we, if we, if we think long and hard enough about how open we are, we could be little chicken littles wondering if the sky is falling. And, of course, we're told that this would really happen. That this was an event, We were told that it would eventually happen in the real world. I mean, the novelty is over. I, I'm willing to tell you now that the novelty is over. The science fiction stories are over. You sleep with one eye open, you look up in the sky, hope that there are no aliens under your bed. We're, we're at that time in our lives. It's very interesting. I mean, back in 1966, Walter Cronkite, you know, many of us remember Walter. We were very young, but we remember Walter Cronkite. He was the most trusted man in America. He was avuncular, they said. He was like your uncle. 
Well, he hosted an hour-long CBS special report titled UFO, Friend, Foe, or Fantasy. And at the time, the UFO craze of the United States showed no sign of ebbing. There had been uh, a few periodic waves of sightings for nearly 20 years. Spawning flying saucer cults, amateur groups of zealous researchers in lucrative genre of uh, sci-fi movies and books. And there were a lot of spokespeople that would come out to UFO festivals and they'd make their money, you know, peddling their books. But Cronkite, in his show, enlisted a number of prominent experts, such as a young astronomer named Carl Sagan. He was there to demystify UFOs. J. Allen Hynek, who was another astronomer who was a scientific advisor to the Pentagon's ongoing UFO investigations, Blue Book. He was also featured. Well, after Cronkite was done with the science portion of the show, he turned to other possible explanations, such as new military technology, strange-looking aircraft that had been created by the budding aerospace industry for the Air Force. And there were also other unknown craft, he added, probably being tested in secret and maybe unknown aircraft being tested by the Russians or whomever. Still, though, public interest in UFOs could not be dimmed or diminished. Several years after Cronkite's broadcast, the Air Force contracted with the University of Colorado to convene a distinguished panel of scientists on the subject. It was uh, led by CU physicist uh, Edward Condon. It was the Condon Report. The group concluded in 1968, after an in-depth study, that there was no basis to the extraterrestrial interpretation of UFO reports and that nothing has come from the study of UFOs in the past 21 years. Now, remember this. Remember the Condon Report because this was, again a way to bring disclosure, and their determination was that there was no basis to the extraterrestrial interpretation of UFO reports and that nothing has come from the study of UFOs for 21 years. So the panel's report, and it 1,000 pages, focused almost entirely on the physical sciences, meaning that, sure, they, they, they looked up, they, they saw the pictures of the UFOs, they looked at the UFO sightings in the context, but then all they wanted to do is say, well, it's explainable. It's all swamp gas. It's meteorological phenomena. It's birds. It's all they, they, they were just doing this to give lip service at a PR campaign to keep, you know, keep people pretty much you know, under wraps. And, of course, in 69, 1969, the National Academy of Sciences reviewed the report, and they concurred that while further study of particular aspects of the topic of UFOs, whether it be atmospheric phenomena or whatever, may be useful, a study of UFOs in general is not a promising way to expand scientific understanding of the phenomena. And what they were doing is they were basically looking at the conclusions that were given by the Condon Report. And what had happened? The Pentagon said, well, our hands are washing, our hands are left, we're, we're washing our hands of this whole thing, nothing more. But it didn't stop the sightings of flying saucers or the sightings of UFOs. It didn't stop or reduce the allure of what was being seen. And so it continues to be a hot topic from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Here we are in the 2000s, 2021, and we're about ready to be acclimated into the idea that the UFOs are real. Or perhaps there are no answers that can be concluded. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis. And you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. 
Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.